How about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going, which is nice. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit PiranhaGear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul here with another great, interesting-ish episode of Karate Cafe. Off my center line, as ever, my good friend Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Good, good. I, I like the interesting-ish. Ish. Well, you know, I mean, Ish, you know. Some, some people find it interesting, some people find it less so. That's true. Uh, I guess we should start off this episode by uh, saying, hey, thanks for all the great input we've had lately. Yes, indeed. And uh, there's been some, some Facebook... Uh, activity. Activity, yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. Yeah. our last episode, finally, you know, after 10 years... After ten years, we finally ten long years. we finally get somebody who you know decided to, not happy to push back. Well, we've had yes. people who weren't happy before, but uh, very rarely were the actual listeners. Um, uh, yeah, right, and those were people we just didn't care about. Is the thing? Uh, well, there is that too. Uh, right. But uh, we uh, had a listener, actually a fairly long time listener, uh, who uh, David, who's on our Facebook page and uh, has I think commented on some other stuff before, got a little. A little miffed. A little miffed. Uh, a little miffed. On, on our last episode where we talked about various and sundry things. Uh, and while he didn't really hit any specifics, uh, we, we, we think he know what he was talking about. And uh, we gave a little feedback because, I mean, that's what, that's what it is. This is, you're supposed to, the conversation is supposed to start here, right? And, uh, right. And it didn't well, really and keep you, going. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think for me... Um, what I think what I would hope out of out of this podcast, the people listening to it, is that you know it it it's one thing to to just kind of sit around and BS with your friends about how great martial arts are and and how great your style is and your system and things like that. But it's another thing to to have a conversation that that challenges you that that. Um, maybe once that you start thinking in a different way, or you think you think about something in a different way, um, or in a different context, or just expands your experience and your knowledge a little bit, you know. So that's that's kind of the, the what I would hope that people get out of it and the goal. Um, but you know, I guess not everybody wants to do that. Right. I mean, uh, the the point was making that that. This podcast, I guess, originally was started, which you know, I, I kind of, I don't really know if it was, but about people, you know, kind of bagging on, I guess, traditional martial arts. I, I, I disagree. And and uh, for those of you guys who are on on the internet, if you're on, if you log into the World Wide Web and, and go to the the, the Facebook, uh, go to the, if you remember the group, you you can see what was going on anyway. Um, yeah, and you know, I I think too that um, one of the things that that we do fairly frequently is kind of bag on, um, uh, well, Taekwondo specifically, uh, it, but a lot of the Korean arts, and 
I know that for my part, I mean, my my first martial arts experience was at 13 years old, and I went to uh, a, a motoquan school, and it was a it was a fantastic motoquan school. Uh, and motoquan, for those of they that don't know, is kind of the 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 stepsister of uh, taekwondo. It's 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 a it's a Korean martial art, uh, and I had an amazing instructor. Um, she was probably five foot at the most, and I can just clearly remember how much authority she commanded in her dojo and how respected she was. And, you know, that really set the foundation for me, um, about how I approach martial arts in general and how I, and, and not just like, oh, I've, you know, when I, when I became an adult, I, think more critically about things. And I go, you know, I can look back on that and say, and look at it with a different perspective. Um, but that being said, I, I super appreciate that time and having that teacher at that point in my life, uh, because it gave me a community of friends. Uh, when I was 13, I didn't have a ton of friends. Uh, and, I got an instant community of people that wanted me to be around them. And, you know, it was just, it was a great experience and it's what made me love martial arts so much. And I think that sometimes, uh, I know that for my part, I, you know, we, we get very focused on, you know, either looking at techniques or looking at, uh, oh, there's the, there's the McDojo effect and, and these styles in particular have a lot of McDojos kind of thing. But that's not to say, and, and I think that, that for my part, the audience that we're speaking to is one with a school and martial arts experience. Uh, and I guess, you know, maybe that's not all the ca- always the case. So it is important to, to qualify maybe some of the things we say. And if, you know, somebody with, I, I, I don't know, somebody that's looking to get into the martial arts and they've got a Taekwondo do school down the road from them, I would not want them to hesitate to go down to that school and check it out just because of something that, that I may be said on the podcast. At the same time, I would hope that they would go check it out with a critical eye because of what we've said on the podcast. I mean, that's, that's what I would think is that it's, it, to me, it's about teaching people to fish rather than saying, here is, here's the bullet point list of things that you should look for in a school. To me, it's more like, you know, educate yourself about what you want out of a school and then go to every school that you feel like you want to and find out for yourself. So yeah, well, I, I don't I mean that that's kind of the, that was the thrust of the actual kind of episode in yeah. general about being, you know, a martial evangelist, you know, and a true believer is uh, every school, every school, every, you know, everyone has to have buy-in, you know, uh, right. we, we had, I, I had a student not too long ago and he had a black belt in another the system and he came to, came to class and he was training and I could tell over the course of a few days, you know, a few classes and whatnot that he, he hadn't bought in yet. You know, ah. he, 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 you know, said, you know, I enjoy what you do and I, I enjoy training and, you know, I really want to learn about this system and blah, 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 blah. 
But then there was still a little, like, he wasn't quite all in as far as, you know, I guess what he was expecting, you know, and, and, right. and, and that's fine. And I don't think it had anything to do with the system. I think it had to do with a little bit of, you know, he was a black belt and I think he kind of expected to be treated as a black belt oh. and, you know, or, and, and there's a sliding scale on that and, and we can get that and, um, that could be a whole other show, uh, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, so there's going to be buy-in. So I mean, if especially if you're a you know a black belt or whatever in your system, you you clearly have bought in enough to where that you know you've you you like it and you're going to be a proponent of it, and you should be. That's you know another level is there is a certain yeah. matter of evangelism. I mean, if someone says like, "Hey, I want to train in karate," I usually will say like, "Well, I know a really great dojo." Uh, you know, and right, and, and well, so, and but, but well, hang I on, think I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, go so, ahead. Uh, but the, the the thrust is, you also need to, you know, and there was actual uh, thread on Facebook that I was talking about uh, the, some system that we all seen in the back that had this really ridiculous sparring and did their kata in a, in a, in a purely comical way, and <laughs> uh, and everyone said like, you know, oh, this is uh, an issue with the teacher, and I was like, no, no. This is systemic. That's you know that's an entire yeah. large group of people that are doing it. It that's really at the at the foundation level of the student of if they can't yeah. look at their system critically and go, yep, you know I'm looking at all these other people and we don't do anything like that. And yeah, I mean it's it's uh, when when you know like, like I said in the post, you know stereotypes exist for a reason, but they are right. not you know all consuming. They're not all inclusive. So having you know, so when people, you know, bag on traditional martial arts and like, oh, you guys wear pajamas and you're stupid and you blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I, I can go like, yeah, I can see how you'd say that. Right. You know, it, that's that's the, you know, kind of the point of uh, of being that martial evangelist is is, is also that the, the downside of that is, is not being able to look at it and go like, you know, you have a point. There is there are reasons for that. And and the post or the reply, my reply for the post I said, you know, give me some specifics of what you're talking about, and I, you know, we can we can talk about it because this is, you know, we, I want to talk about it. I mean, this is this is clearly, if if I'm incorrect about something, like, and I mean, I was, yeah, uh, many many years ago, I went to like my first, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu school, and I walked in there, and it was taught by I think like blue belts, and mm-hmm. so you know, and in my in my history, like someone a blue belt was like, wow, they're just you're like, like, what's going on? They're like a beginner. <laughs> That's like, and they're teaching the class. Right. And as much, and then after sitting through the class, it's kind of like, oh, well, these guys clearly kind of know right. what they're doing. They've got five years in the system or whatever. Yeah, you know, then, you yeah. know, so that my expectation was set in one way yeah. and not the other. So, I mean, I was clearly proved wrong. And, and now I've I've said many times, you know, that, oh, okay, well, you know, there's, there, and same thing with Taekwondo. I've, I've sparred with Taekwondo people and the majority of the people that I sparred with, I, you know, I mean, I held my own against, but there were a couple that mm-hmm. I sparred with that just lit me up like a pinball machine. So, yep. I mean, there's, there's no, you know, you can't say that, but, but my point, and, and we'll actually get to the, 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 the other side of the prison. My, my point on the whole thing was, you know, if you can refute me, that's fine. But all the, all the things that I've seen, this is mm-hmm. kind of the trend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I mentioned it in the post and, and people can follow up on that if they want. Um, yep. But, uh, but, Sorry, we ruffled some feathers and stepped on on toes. Uh, I, I I can't apologize for my opinions on it. That's 
you know, I mean, but, but I, well, I, as, as you mentioned, you know, we're the yeah. first to kind of bag on our training as well. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that if, uh, you know, if, if any individual can't list at least three or four bad things about their style, then they probably, they, they might want to have a reality check. And, and that goes for yeah, MMA guys and, uh, you know, uh, Aikido guys alike, uh, because there's, you, you simply can't train everything all the time. And you simply can't, you know, I, I, I was actually, uh, I was just looking through, I've got, uh, HBO at home and I was looking through the, the real sports episodes and there was an episode about um, domestic violence in uh, MMA and essentially it was a it was a show about how you know these guys that are training in MMA um, they just get I, I don't know if it attracts a certain personality um, you know it's hard to say whether it's it's uh, causal or correlated but the point is is that i think when you get so heads down focused on uh hey let's learn how to beat each other up um then you know the focus of your life especially if you're professional is beating people up and that that probably does something weird to your brain um, <laughs> so like I say, if, if you can't name at least three or four downsides of your style, then that to me is weird because there's nothing that's perfect, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's true. It's, it's, you know, as much as, I mean, I've, I've talked about people, you know, my, my federation and then, you know, my system and even, even my training, you know, you should be able to see, you know, Places see some holes, yeah, yeah, and see some holes and 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 acknowledge them. If not, I mean, I mean, I think even in that episode, I talked about you know the yeah. ground, the ground game. Yeah, you know that is a hole in my in my uh, my training. Uh, mm -hmm. Arguably, it's a hole in the system. You mm -hmm. know, but it, it, it's what you want to do with it. So I mean, right. you know, it, to to our good friends in, in, in Taekwondo, I've known a lot of guys that are in Taekwondo that are really business oriented. And I don't like that. And, right. and so, you know, but it's not a, a dug on their ability. I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever it is, but it's, it's you know, it's, and that's, that's it's, a, it's a really thing. good point that it's, it's not necessarily a judgment. It's just an observation. Right. I mean, it's, it's not for me. I don't appreciate it. I don't enjoy it, but, but there it is. And, you know, and refute me. I mean, it's fine. If someone could, you know, actually provide some sort of numbers of, of all the martial arts schools on the planet and how much of them are, you know, a professional sort of thing. And I just, it's, it, it goes down the road. Anyway, I mean, uh, I, I appreciate someone pushing back. I appreciate someone, you know, calling, I do too. calling us, you know, on, on something because yep. a lot of this is, is just opinion and experience. I mean, right. you know, as uh, the, the person on iTunes, which I guess maybe we'll get a, a bad iTunes, another bad iTunes review, you know, <laughs> so like, you know, no one's ever heard of these guys. Well, no, I mean, we're just martial artists, dude. We just work out and, right. and do this every we're so just, often. We're just shooting the shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyway, so uh, 
Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your feedback. I hope you keep we listening. I hope it. you're listening right now. Uh, and, you know, we appreciate And those it. that have an opinion about our opinion, yeah. uh, you know, Email. go out to Facebook and let us have it. Yeah, you know, I guess maybe it's, it's it was because the uh, the comment line wasn't there. Yeah, right. about last it one, was the missing comment line. It, it was, yeah, maybe that was that was the uh, the straw that brought the camels back. But right. on to hey. uh, other things. So we did get some feedback. We had somebody email us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Uh, and it's, uh, I guess, a new listener named Ryan. Uh, he did not say where he was from, so I'm presuming somewhere exotic and very, very interesting that he was. I'm sure. Um, but he said uh, the following, and it, he asked a bunch of questions in there. I'm going to read uh, part of the thing, and then we'll we'll get... sum up. Yeah, because he asked several questions, uh, and I think we can probably address most of them fairly quickly and and, and move mm-hmm. on. Um, yep. I said, "Hello, gentlemen." See, so I mean, again, gentlemen, sucker, nice. Uh, <laughs> first off, I love the podcast. Hey, oh, excellent way to start. Appreciate that. Tons of great stuff, and you really get me thinking. Then that's what we want. We want people to think. We want people to talk. So I thought I would send you this huge email uh, of all these karate-related ideas that have been swirling around my head, and maybe you could talk about them in the future. Welcome to the future, Ryan. Welcome to the future. Uh, Also, the winning lottery ticket is... uh, said. <laughs> said, let me apologize if you talked about these at some point in the past, and I don't think we did. I, look, I looked over it, and I don't, I don't think so either. Did. Um, I'm ashamed to admit, and you should be, that I haven't listened to every single podcast yet, but I am working <sighs> on it. Uh, yeah, and we should. I well, at least on, he's working on it. Yeah, he is working on it. Um, uh, I'm working on the new feed, as I mentioned in the last show. So uh, some of the older shows that have disappeared should reappear at some point. Because um, when I redo the feed, I just want to put them all out there. And then uh, off it goes. So uh, anyway, so you should have many of those podcasts left. Uh, important safety note, uh, when I opened up the, uh, the archives at the Massive Karate Cafe studio, uh, some of the episodes have disappeared. I've got to uh, look and see. I think some of our interns took them. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to try and get all those out to you so, Ryan, you'll be able to catch up. And, you know, just as long as we don't end up breaking the Internet with the traffic. Well, we shouldn't. I mean, we can't backdate the Internet, so the Internet (laughs) is pretty much ours to play with. All right. Sounds good. And, Ryan, if you listen back to some of the old shows, you understand exactly what that means. Uh, Anyway, okay, so to start with, what are your thoughts on turning students away? Mm. Uh, He was a grad student and he ran a small karate club at a university. I did as well. Uh, mm-hmm. said he hasn't had any issues with asking people to leave, but there have been a number of people who showed up to classes and were rude, competitive, and are altogether unpleasant. Uh, if a student is not contributing to a positive and safe learning environment, how should the re- instructor react? Right. So essentially what we have is we have either a, a bully. Uh, well, and th- I think there's, there's, there's two different kinds of people like that. Um, there are, I've, I've seen them both. There are socially awkward people, uh, that, that come into your school and I've seen those. Um, and they may, you know, especially if you have both men and women in your school, sometimes they are sexually inappropriate. That's not okay. Um, sometimes they're just kind of weird. Uh, but I think the, the worst case is where you get somebody who's who's really just a bully, and they're trying to prove something 
to I don't know who. Um, but essentially, they're just kind of jerks, you know? I mean, have you gotten anybody like that in your school? Uh, no, I haven't. He's, and <clears throat> to, to be specific on his question, because he was yeah. talking about he was teaching at a school right, or at the university. And I did the same thing. I ran the martial art club at, uh, at college when I went back to school a lot of those many mm-hmm. years ago. And um, uh, basically what I'd, I'd, I'd say to Ryan, if you're, uh, if you're still running it or even what it is, I mean, you generally have an advisor, like somebody on staff that, and I would escalate it up to them on, you know, some, because yeah, there's, if someone's a member of the school, then, you know, arguably they're supposed to be able to join any sort of thing. And I think you're kind of hamstrung there. You'd have to play by the facility rules or the right. school rules or whatever. But, you know, I would definitely, in order not necessarily to be the bad guy, um, is, is just push it up to whoever your faculty advisor is and say, you know, this is a situation that, uh, that may come up or has come up and we need to have a way to deal with it that you will have my back. And then we can both then, you know, uh, push on. Cause we, we had, uh, when I was there, we had some people that, I mean, we had people that, you know, they didn't want to like do a bow in or anything cause it was against their rules and that's, you know, fine. I didn't let that slide. We, yep. we had a guy who was like you say he was like socially awkward. He was you know mm-hmm. he wore like a black leather trench coat and he liked to wear that when he was working out because yep. he thought he was neo or something. I yep. don't know. Uh, yep. So, but it wasn't getting in the way of training. So, yep. uh, but, it didn't matter. But from a from a private standpoint, from running a yeah. private dojo, this would be a really good question for uh, the board or the Facebook page um, to, to have some people that have been running schools longer that may have run into that. Uh, I have never, basically I've had people that when I, when I talked to them and they came in and they, they, um, uh, you know, asked me questions about class and stuff yeah. that I could tell that this was not going to be a good training environment for them. Mm-hmm. However you want to put that. And so, you know, kind of they're like someone, you know, like, oh, I want to fight, you know, and stuff like that. I'd be like, well, uh, I, so really, I, I really don't do that. So, yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of experience in that, um, not that it was my school, uh, but that I was one of the senior students in a school where uh, it was, it was kind of, the school was in kind of in a bad neighborhood. And every once in a while we would get, you know the the assholes that would walk that would drift in and and want to prove something um and it's not like they were dojo busting it's not like they came in and said we want to fight is they came in as you know prospective students um and they would either be very aggressive uh i mean really that's that's the biggest problem is that they would they would be very aggressive and they would also be the what if guy and question everything and I, I, you know, I even said in, in, in my reply on the last topic that we talked about, you know, people should question everything. But there does come a point where you're in learning mode. And if you if you have a question, you can ask after class yeah. or you can take it offline or something like that. Yeah, we had a guy. He was actually a friend of mine. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he was we started referring to him as the what if guy. Right. You know. Right. And okay. so, and I mean, I, and I took him aside and I was like, um, you know, like after the first class or whatever, it was okay. And then like the second class, I was like, okay, he still hasn't yep. quite figured out, you know, the vibe of, 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 of how this class runs. And I just told him, I said like, look, dude, ask all the questions you want. You know, uh, I've, I've got a, a curriculum that I'm teaching. I've got a thing, you know, a, yep. a thing that I'm teaching. I said, yep. I can't stop and parse out every little bit of it. I said, <laughs> we can talk about it after class. 
You know, right. if you have something that's really stuck in your head, we can talk about mm -hmm. it. But, but I mean, you know, I'm not having a protracted, you know, debate over a single technique within a group of techniques. Yeah. Not right now. Not during class. And and he understood, and uh, yep. he eased back. Um, oh, good. And yeah, you know, and and so I was like, just you know, enjoy it, you know, and and, and go with it. And but I mean, yeah. but after a while, he stopped coming because I mean, I mean, uh. yeah, I, it, he and like I said, he's a friend of mine, and we talked and stuff like that. So there was not. I don't think it there was. There's no any animosity. No, no, I don't think yeah. doing it. But I yeah. have no. As an instructor, you know, like when I first started, I had a little, you know, like, uh, you know, I want to kind of be the good guy and what that. Well, now, right, uh, I've gotten to a point where I guess I'm not necessarily of, of confidence, but maybe just of of process of like, okay, now that's getting in the way of my process. Well, so, and it's getting in the way of other people learning. Right. That's the biggest problem. Yeah, you know, it's like you don't have to buy into this. Mm -hmm. but these people want to, so don't yeah. get in the way. Uh, you know, well, uh, yeah, and, and, and I think that's, it, it's, it's always a balance when, when you're doing any kind of teaching, really, is that it's that kind of thing where, you know, some questions are important to clarify a technique. The, the what-if questions end up distracting from the technique because the what if questions have answers that are not related necessarily to what you're talking about or what you're trying to teach. Right. Yeah, it's distracting from the overall sort mm -hmm. of thrust. But I mean, but if there was somebody who came in and was um you know, downright like just, you know, like a jerk, you know, right. or or you know, abusive in any just way. Just super aggressive. Yeah, I I mean, I have absolutely no you know, if 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 there if, by and large, I think, you know, as I say, I, I do a, a two-week, you can try it out thing, right? So, yep. like, somewhere in that two weeks, I'm going to figure out if they want to stick around or, you know, yeah. or, or not. Um, and then, I would, you know, first time would be, like, I take them aside, like, look, dude, that doesn't happen in this dojo. Sorry. Right. You know, uh, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know, you know, what you're training it, you know, whatever. I don't do this in here. We don't do this in here. We're all... Go elsewhere. You know, you know whatever. You I, was, I was like, you know... Fix it. I mean, that's one of the reasons, you know, like, also, I mean, I don't do contracts and stuff because, I mean, there's, like, no harm, no foul. I was like, I'll refund yeah. your money <laughs> and, you know, you can and go. And we your, can part you can and go, shake hands. Yeah, you can go your way. You can yeah. work out the month and then not come back. You know, whatever. It's it's not going to be, you know, it's like, but, but you know, that, that sort of stuff doesn't happen here, you know, because yeah. this is, you know, one of the things that I say after, when we begin the classes is, you know, leave the outside outside. It's like, I don't care, you know, you're having a bad day. You know, whatever stuff like that. That's this is where you, you know. This it, is where you get over that. Yeah, it stops at the door, and you yeah. know, you focus on this, and then if you still have it, you need to get over it while you're in there. But anyway, but um, but so I, I, I haven't incurred. I haven't. Thankfully, I haven't had to deal with that yet. But I have yeah. no issue with saying like, "There's the door, dude." I mean, yeah, and that's what you know. One of my the instructor that I had when I when I was in that school where you get these walk ins. Um, you know, the, how he dealt with it was kind of funny. Um, he was, uh, he was a professional kickboxer for a long time and then started teaching, uh, Hapkido and Taekwondo as well. Um, and so what he would do is, is he would just give him a beating. No, uh, um, uh, uh, Korean martial arts that are completely valid. Right. Yes. Yes. And probably one of the instructors that, that, 
guided my martial arts career the most. Elliot Cooper uh, in Detroit, just a, a phenomenal person. But anyway, um, he would he would essentially just I mean knock him around, um, and I would say probably seventy five percent of the time um, they would go, okay, this is serious. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna put out aggressive behavior then I'm going to get back aggressive behavior and I need to tone it down. And I saw probably three or four people um, after that experience just kind of meld right into the school and be perfectly comfortable with, with the other students. I remember working out with them and sparring with them after that experience and they were totally cool. And it was, you know, they would they would take the sparring as this is coaching and teaching uh, and helping each other learn as opposed to I want to see who can kick whose ass kind of thing. Um, so it did give them a different perspective. You know, sometimes just a just a whooping will do it. <laughs> yes, um, <the> recalibration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it shouldn't come to that. I mean, we had an instructor... My sensei, since I used to, I, I heard stories about that he would, you know, like people would come in and go like, you know, oh, I want to spar you to see if I want to train with you. And he's like, right. I do. And, but what he, he had like this really like impressive looking waiver and he's like, okay, uh, uh, here, sign this waiver. He's like, why? He says, because I, if know, I kill you. Yeah. He said, you know, I don't want you like suing me and, and whatnot. And he, you know, like generally a lot, sometimes they would back down when they saw that. Yeah, you know, and uh, my sensei sensei was not you know a physically imposing man mm-hmm. uh, until you you know got toe to toe with him, and then uh, but people that would sign off apparently, I mean he he let them have it. Yeah, and you well, know many of the guys didn't come back. That's what they wanted. Know? So but yeah, you know so so there, there there's a way to get around that. I mean I yeah, I've had people you know and I may again. <laughs> Uh, relative to what what's been on Facebook, uh, you know, like challenge me to go on the floor. I'm like, okay, dude, whatever, you know. So I think if you're dealing with somebody that's, you know, like uh, one of the things I also have is I have a dojo manual, right? And there's like a whole list of like, you know, behaviors. do's and don'ts yeah, kind of thing. Know? And I'm like, you know, read the manual and email me back that you have, you know, read it. That or you've like, read it. Or like when they when they hand me their, you know. Uh, sign in, sign up papers and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, did you read the manual? Yeah. Do you understand everything mm-hmm. in the manual? Do you have any questions in the manual? Because I want them to know, it's like, it's like that's what I expect. You know, yeah. It's not, you know, it's like an employee handbook. It's, yeah. It's, job. And it's not, you know, imposing. So, I mean, I guess that's right. probably, when I mean, you set that expectation, uh, maybe that helps. I don't know. But uh, yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I have not run into that. Hopefully, some people in our community can, um, uh, Ryan, well, if you're not a member of the uh, Facebook page, I, I didn't check, my bad. Um, uh, we'll, we'll pose those questions. Actually, we'll probably yeah. pose those questions when we uh, post the. That's a good idea. The episode. So one of the th- one of the other things I'd like to mention is um, sometimes uh, if you're giving a, a seminar or something like that, you can have the same problem where you get somebody that's highly aggressive, uh, and because it's a seminar and it's a one time thing, there may be like not really the opportunity unless they're way over the top to actually say, "I'm going to kick you out of the seminar." Um, one of the techniques that I have, uh, that I've seen used and I have actually used very effectively is you can kind of have, um, you can just tell people, look, when, when you're pairing up, 
uh, use a one to a one to ten aggressiveness scale and start at a five. And if you're the person punching someone or whatever the case might be, um, then you start out at a five aggressiveness, and the defender would then say, "Okay, you know, I kind of want to push myself a little bit. Give me a seven. And then they can step that up to a seven, and then they can go, "Okay, you know what? Let's back that down to a six because because what you don't want to do is you don't want people to get in in a a reactive panic mode because then they're not learning anything. Um, you want to make sure they're still in learning mode, especially in a seminar situation. But yeah, that's a good idea. But, yeah, I, I usually yeah, but being able to scale it will will let people kind of give their partner accurate and immediate feedback of, hey, you're being too aggressive. And if someone's being too aggressive and they're told they're being too aggressive, if they still don't back down, then you can kick them out of the seminar. Yeah. Uh, and, and luckily I haven't had that uh, either. I've, I've actually had such a good – I'm waiting for it. It's kind of like I think being, it's very rare. It's kind of like being a, you know, a comedian waiting for that first heckler. I'm waiting for my first guy at <laughs> the seminar to go like, prove it. You know, right, and, right. Prove and I, it, punk. One of the things that I try and do, and here's a tangent, by the way, Ryan. If you haven't uh, caught tangent. up on any of the episodes, get used to the tangent. Um, is is I try not to usually when I'm I'm demonstrating a technique like uh, uh, and, and like whatever it is, you know, like I'll have probably one of my guys that are there that I've worked with a couple times. And, and, and they know what's coming and I know what's coming and they know how to react appropriately and, and whatnot. Right. Uh, because the UK will always do that. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but then if I'm, you know, reiterating something or whatever, I usually take a, uh, take pains to try and do it on someone else, you know, especially if it's someone who's like, you know, like, Oh, I can't make it work. I said, well, let me see if I can make it work, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, mm -hmm. because not everything's going to work. And that's one of the things that I also put out. Is you know not everything's gonna work on everybody blah blah blah, but yeah. um, is is, to, is so that way if there's anybody out there who's kind of thinking like well that won't work on me, but I'm, I'm moving around and I'm doing it on different people so they see that I'm not you know I, I don't have my stage guy that that's just gonna work on, um, mm -hmm. uh, and there are pluses and minuses to both of those. But one of the things I definitely tell when people are queuing up is like you know shake the hand, get to know the person, blah 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 blah, go easy on the initial effort. Just so you guys can get the actual mechanics down, yep, and then discuss, yep. you know, mechanics first. Yeah, you know, and then discuss how hard you want to go. So yeah, that's a good. One. Uh, okay, so on to a second question. Finally, <laughs> uh, it said second question. Second thing is, what should black belts practice? Obviously, polishing up on basic mm -hmm. technique, learning the next kata, maybe starting weapons, etc., are part for the course. But this is really more of the same thing you've done to get to black belt in the first place. When we say so, that, well, I'm not done. Uh, when we say that uh, a black belt is just the beginning, I think there's this understanding that you know how to learn new kata and polish your technique. Beyond this, though, what is the aim of these early black belt levels? Should a sandan be practicing the same way as a shodan? By that I mean, should they be focusing on the same things? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's that, that's you know, yeah, that is kind of a vaguely ambiguous question, but. Um, I, well, you know, I think one of the things is that one of the reasons that it's ambiguous is because um, it, it depends on if it's if it's style specific. You know, if he's asking very specifically about a particular style, 
then there's a different answer than what should a black belt be learning. Um, and and I, I actually sent a, a, a letter uh, or an email back to, to Ryan, but one of the things I, I told him was that, well, you know, when, when you're a black belt in Wing Chun, you're essentially system complete. You've learned all of the techniques, you've learned all of the forms, and it's you're really just at practice at that point. You, you're you're done learning new stuff. Um, not, I shouldn't say learning new stuff because you're always learning new stuff. Uh, but really, what you're doing is you're going back, and now the rest of the years of your training are all about perfecting what you've learned up to that point, which is vastly different, I think, than especially most karate systems. Is that true? Uh, well. Yes and no. I mean, like, so for for our mm-hmm. system, I mm-hmm. mean, there's uh, largely no individual techniques. There's, oh. you know, variations on the theme, but mostly it's just it's just kata and weapons, right? Uh, like like all oh. your all your training sets and whatnot are pretty much done at black belt, you know. Um, so uh, so what they should be practicing? They, yeah, they should just be practicing, you know. Uh, you should not be, I, I think it was like, maybe, no, maybe you shouldn't be practicing. Um, a Sandan should not be practicing the same way as a Shodan because between first degree and third degree, your technique should have changed. You know, you, you're, um, if anything, uh, probably, especially if you're, if you're uh, moving towards instruction, right? Uh, mm-hmm. if, you're, if, you're, if you're moving towards being a, a, an, an instructor, you should still always be practicing all the basics. So, I mean, like, a, a yeah. black belt should be able to do all their stuff, you know. Um, I, I would argue, you know, that you know, some people are like, well, you know, you need to know it in order. And it, no, you need to understand it, and you need to right. be able to practice it, and you should be able to apply it, right? Um, because that but, way, Paul, that, that that's way, so boring. I know, right? Well, that, well <laughs> it, it, it's definitely not as impressive to say when, if someone, you know, there are people in, in my system that say, like, you, somebody should be able to walk up and say, show me number four, uh, fourth Q, 2D. Ah. And, and just... And you know, boom. And boom, do it. Out. And, <clears throat> and, to, and, and, and I can't. I, yeah. I, I can, you know, I can look at it and go, like, oh, yeah, that's number four, fourth Q, 2D. And do it, you know. Right. But, but to pick I, it out of the air. Yeah, I don't. I mean, and I'm an instructor, right? So that's, ooh, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a bad instructor. Am I a bad instructor because I don't know the order? Or am I a bad instructor because I know the order, but I don't really understand the technique? To me, understanding the technique is more important than the other thing, right? Because I could just, it's my school, I could just throw any number I want in there. And and ours is always number next. Number next, yeah. Number next, whatever it is. So, again, tangent. Uh, but, But to be practicing it, one of the reasons why I started teaching was, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I, I mean, I trained for decades before opening a, a dojo because I was the only guy in, in Dallas, <laughs> and I wanted to keep training. And so mm-hmm. I really did it as mostly just to keep me training. It was selfish. Yeah, it was. And, and yeah. but but the more I train, the more I teach, the more I train, the more I understand. The better I teach, the hopefully the better I'm applying it. Yeah. So it's it, it's a it's kind of a, a feedback loop of uh, of just practicing, 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 practicing. And so uh, a lot of times with me, it's, and I'll go, actually this re, uh, loads up the next question that he has, is um, 
a lot of times when I'm trying to think about what I'm teaching and how I'm going to teach it, and I'm just standing there kind of talking to myself and stepping through it, I'll stumble upon something that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's oh, an important that's thing. That's a good, yep. You know, and I need to remember that. Got to cover that. Yeah, and just, and, yeah. or like, like, oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's there now. Okay, cool. And so it's, it's really what you should be practicing is everything. And, and, um, but not with an eye necessarily to learning it. You should have already learned it but to understanding it and um yeah and i i think of it like um you know if if you if you go to a new if you go to live in a new city and you've spent several years in that city at that point and you feel like you know the roads and you know your way around and you're very comfortable with getting to different places and if somebody says oh that's at the corner of ninth and third or whatever you you roughly know where that is um but now it's time to start learning where the best place to get a po'boy is or <laughs> you know something where the best ribs are or you know uh, uh get a mechanic that you love and i mean you really it's time to start exploring things and right. And digging stuff out and finding out things that you didn't know about, you know, I I personally love those kinds of discoveries in martial arts when I may have been doing something for, I don't know, a decade and watch a YouTube video and I go, oh, I, you know what, I never thought about that application for that particular technique. That is genius. And it's like that that light bulb moment. Um, so that I think is, is where you get to when you, you get to what I'm going to call quote unquote black belt is that you need to go, you need to go deeper into what you already know. And, right. and, and that's, it's funny because that kind of ties back into thinking critically about your system and your techniques as well, because when you start to question those techniques and say, Hey, this is what I taught let me take a look to see if if I want to pressure test this. Let's let's pressure test it and see if it'll really work. And if it doesn't work when I pressure test it, I want to question that too. Maybe I maybe I didn't do it right. Maybe I didn't learn it right. You know, maybe I've been doing it wrong for 10 years. Maybe this, I know that you've had those light bulb moments where you're you're like, "Oh, are you kidding me? I've I've done it this way for my entire martial art career and I realize now I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> and if if you don't go deeper in your study, if you always just go, oh, what's the next form to learn? What's the next weapon to learn? What's the next this or that? You're really always just going to stay on the surface. Right. Well, yeah, and that's what you and, and this we actually have talked about before, right? Is, is, mm -hmm. uh, is depth versus breadth, you know? Depth versus, yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you should be focusing on, on doing it better, you know? Yep. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I've talked before in the past about, you know, my, my, my theory on sparring is, you know, and, and it, if you're doing, I guess probably like, so like a, a black belt, uh -huh. if you're doing a front kick and you've done a front kick, you know, 20 times a class for three years, you should probably have the mechanics of the down. front kick down. Yep. Can you explain it? You know, can you can you feel where your body is? You know, that's the sort of thing is, is like it's, it's the refining of of the gross mechanics of doing that. You know, the gross mechanics of doing the 
the thing, like, you know, when I, when I see, you know, like black belts doing kata, you know, like white belt level or green belt level kata, and they're doing it like they do. They're phoning it in, essentially. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like you're doing it like you're a black belt. You're a white belt. You're not doing it like you're a black yeah. belt. You know, so I see, I've, you know, I've seen videos of people that, you know, are, you know, claiming fairly high Don ranks, or, mm-hmm. you know, black belt ranks, and you look at their, their forms now, and, and again, I don't know anything about everybody's system, clearly. Uh, so, you know, that, but you look at it and go like, well, but I've seen other black belts and they move much more differently than that. Or like, or like the kata itself, like the, the black belt kata is very fluid and their, their lower belt kata is, is, is not so much, but it's like, it, but it should be, it should kind of reflect yeah. back like you're, you're, you know, it should be, you know, when you're teaching and stuff like that, you know, maybe, but anyway, uh, <clears throat> it, it, the constant refinement, constant focusing of the mm-hmm. little small stuff. So, you know, you shouldn't have to do your kata, you know, 20 times to pick out the things that are, 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 are not right and fix them. You should be able to do it like once or twice. And go, oh, okay. Yeah. I missed that. You know, where's my, you know, yeah. my foot was in the wrong place and I felt it. You know, you, you sh- somebody shouldn't see it and point it out. You should feel it. You should know when something's not right at that by that point. So, um, well, and I I know the other advice that that I have gotten as far as 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 far as exploring uh, deeper and just maybe some practical techniques for that is uh, obviously from my my kung fu background. Um, that you know have have you done it? Have you done a kata like a dragon? Have you done it like a cloud? Have you done it slow? Have you done it fast? Have you done it in water? Um, you know, you can you can experiment and play. You don't necessarily have to do it the exact same way every time, and it doesn't have to be better than the la- quote unquote better than the last time you did it. I know that for me, one of the one of the things that is uh, somewhat enlightening, and we've uh, you know in my Wing Chun school we do this is you try to go through your form as fast as you possibly can. And, you know, we have um, actually for one of our tests for the wooden dummy form, we have to do it in under two minutes. Um, And it is not easy, let me tell you. Uh, But whether whether that reveals better technique or worse technique or whatever that reveals, it informs you about your techniques. And so then you can take that and go, hey, you know, if if I go from this motion to this motion and I don't, like, come back to my center and then go back out kind of thing, then it's a more fluid movement or just the opposite, you know? Um, also, I think doing it as slow as you can possibly do it <laughs> informs you about that stuff. So I, I would encourage people to experiment. And, and I, I think oftentimes you can glean knowledge about your boring old kata that you've done a million times. If you experience those things in a different way. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've done, I tell my students all the time about, you know, just do it with your feet, you know, don't, yeah. you know, take your hands out of it, put your hands behind your back and just step mm-hmm. through the footwork and, you know, feel where your body's moving. Cause you're not focusing yep. on the hands and then vice versa. Just do the hands. So you can see, yeah. you know, like, well, that doesn't feel right. Well, it's because you're not moving. You know, it's supposed to be get your hits engaged and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's all that. But that's the kind of thing that you get. And this goes to his last question, which is about training alone. 
Look at that segue. I know, nice. Uh, to me, this is truly what separates the Karateka from the Dojo Boys. I like that. That's nice. I like um, the Dojo Boys. Um, I'm sure we can all agree that you need to practice on your own outside the Dojo. What I'm more interested in is how to teach my students to do this. Mm -hmm. Ryan, if I knew that, <clears throat> I can say this a million times. You have to train on your own. Some of the students will figure out how, but others won't. Um, and he's saying he'll be graduating from there soon. So before they close the club down, or before he relinquishes the control, yeah. uh, how do they discuss that? And then they asked out, he asked further, how did you guys start training by yourself? You know, how do you figure out what works and what doesn't, which we kind of touched on right now, and mm -hmm. how you'd explain this to a student. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm the same way. I tell my guys all the time, especially as they move up. You know, I tell them, I said, I say, there's not going to be less stuff. Right. You're not, you, you, that, I don't think there's any systems that, that go, oh, here's less stuff to work on. <laughs> and, uh, right. We, we, talk, we talked about all these stuff, but you really need these two techniques. Uh, it's, uh, you, with, with me, for, you know, he didn't mention what system he is, so, I'm, you know, if he's a karate style, one of the pajama arts, you know, you're always going to have forms. Um, mm -hmm. As much as whatever your system is relies on forms, like mine is, is pretty uh, kata heavy. So mm -hmm. with me, it's always go back to the kata. There was somebody I read somewhere, and he was much more intelligent than me. He said, you know, kata is what you do at home. Drills are what you do in the dojo. He said, because mm -hmm. you, know, you can do the kata by yourself. But right. to do drills and do actually, you need someone to touch and, 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 and to yeah. touch you. So um, basically working on it at home, it, it's me, it's always, it's, you know, basics or, 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 yep. or kata, you know, and... <laughs> Because and you know, I would I would say the 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 third factor of that is cardio, um, because it's not just cardio, but really it's a um, keeping your body in shape so that when you get to class, you have sort of maximum learning potential. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so, um, so that's what I think. I mean, I don't think he's 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 asking that. He's like, how do you get them trained on their own? And, and, oh, well that, and my yeah. point is, is like, is, is basically I tell him and I've told him that after I read that, I was like, that's a great quote. So is the, let them know is like, um, you have, you know, in my case, an hour and a half in class, you know, mm -hmm. what do you want to spend your time doing? Yep. You know, so like for basics, I mean, I ping on basics and footwork all the time. And I had a sort of a come to Zenu meeting with one of my students the other day who, is a rank where he should, I shouldn't have to be talking about his footwork. And, and I told mm. him, so like, you know, do you, do you want to burn this training time with me? Harassing with me, you about your footwork? Harassing you about your footwork? <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to, you know... Are you ready to move on? Polish what you have, yeah. you know, and learn more stuff. And it's, so, and, and that's, maybe that's a way to, to kind of put that as like, you know, if, if the guys mm -hmm. are getting up in the morning at 5 o'clock, getting under their respective waterfalls, doing their kata or doing their basics, you know, and say like, you know, that, that's so, it's, I've, I've told my guys before, especially my senior students, like, I should be able to, you know, say, do this, do this kata, and the kata mm -hmm. should look at your level, you know, and it doesn't matter if we haven't done it in a month, you know, right. uh, we had a, a tournament recently, and uh, one of my students wanted to go, and he was like, oh, you know, the tournament's like next week, you know, or this is, uh, when are we going to start training for it? I'm like, Who's responsible for your training? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, uh, you? I said, 
am I? I'm responsible for the quality of your training. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's responsible for your training? And he was like, me? Yeah. And I was like, exactly. There you go. He said, because he, he said like, oh, we haven't, I said, what katha do you want to do? And he said, Saison. And I said, well, have you been working on Saison? He's like, well, he said like, well, but we haven't been working on it. And I was like, ah, <laughs> you're here three hours a week. <laughs> so, right. uh, and, 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 I mean, and, and it's, you know, kind of harsh and maybe kind of, you know, uh, no, I think that's okay. Promote, but it's, it's like, you know, you've, You've been working on this kata for, you know, a year or two or what? I mean, you, you work on the kata and work on the kata and work on the kata. And then I look at the kata, you know, it's, right. it's, it's not, you know, I, you correct and tweak. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be, there's, a, you know, there's, there's a teaching it in the broad sense. Mm -hmm. There's making sure that the major components are in there. And then a lot of the polishing comes from the student, you yeah. know? And so it's, it's maybe Ryan, what you can tell them is, is like, you know, what do you want me to focus on? What do you want to focus on in class? Do you want to focus on refining the things that you're that you're doing and learning new stuff, or do you want to work on, you know, major instruction on the components that you should already have a grasp on? You know. Well, and I think one of the points that that you just made was to 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 essentially clarify to them that they are the ones that are responsible for their training. Um, how, you know, I remember a long time ago, uh, I, I was asking somebody about getting my master's degree and I was like, ah, is it really worth it? Does it, does it matter much unless it comes from like one of the big universities and blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, it, it's just like anything else in life. Well, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. And that really rung true for me in that it's, it's just like students in a martial arts school. They're going to get out of it what they put into it. And if if someone's not willing to put in the work at home and the extra work and the 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 training outside of class, well, they're they're not going to get as much out of it as someone that is willing to do that those things. Um, now that being said, the other side of this is that some people just aren't going to. They they want to come to class, they want to do the class thing, and they kind of probably treat it like a spin class, where they enjoy the community, they enjoy the physical activity, they enjoy the learning process, but they're really not going, the, the, nothing is going to happen for them outside of the dojo, and they're perfectly okay with that. Right. Um, and then we actually did talk about, the, you know, being an instructor, or being a, a customer and a student. Uh, yes, that's that. right. And that's and, yep. and, and probably in, in Ryan's case, it's a little different because it's a college thing. Yeah. And so like when I taught the class, I didn't really expect people to. I, it was just like an introduction to martial arts, you know. <laughs> right. And we had a couple of people. From they were there. all customers. Yeah. It, well, it was just we kind of had people from different styles and it was like, yeah. okay, you know, hey, Aikido guy, let's do some Aikido stuff. And hey, Karate guy, let's say, hey, Kung Fu guy, let's do, you know, whatever. It was and, like a jazz session from with martial arts. Yeah, it was just you know yeah. like oh let's talk about okay self defense. What are you guys gonna learn next week? Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It was it, it was not anything like purely like you know these guys are training karate, so that might be slightly different. Yeah. Um, but what you might want to ask, especially moving on, if you decide to open up your own class and and whatnot, is like you know what what do you want? Are you a customer or are you a student? You know yep. because they will react as you say very differently. Um, yep. you know, and, and both are okay. And both are okay. I mean, yep. you need, you need, you need both. You need both. Yeah. You know, the customers you need, pay the bills. Right. And the students will also pay the bills, but they'll probably be right. fewer of them. 
you know, yes. so you're going to need that. Um, and so then he goes on to ask, you know, says, how did you guys start training by yourself? Well, I moved away where there are no schools. <laughs> so, yes. so well, I, I, he said, well, how do you figure out what works and what doesn't? And how would you explain this to the student? Uh, you know, it's <sighs> what works is, I mean, so like for me, I mean, uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a dad, you know, and I got a house and I got stuff I got to do and I got work and all that other stuff. So, you know, I have to find places to put it in. Like, so I started a class, so I would have to, to train because so many things get in the way that that dedicated hour and a half, two days a week is when I train. When I, when I work out, there's, I mean, I work out, I do the basics, you know, and, and I, and I try and get in there and, and work out with people. So I'm doing the stuff too. Um, Right. And, and because otherwise, you know, I have to like get up early and do the stuff. When I'm, we've mentioned on it before, like I make the coffee in the morning. So I put the coffee on and, and I'll do some basics, you know, and mm -hmm. I'll stretch or I'll step through a kata or, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's, it's little stuff. Probably what you might also focus on, I guess, probably for yourself and your students is to say, like, you know, just pick one thing. You don't have to do much, you know, take like one yeah. technique and just do that like five times, like throughout the yeah. day. Do your middle block, do a yeah. front kick, you know, where appropriate, don't freak people out. And, right. and just, you know, do the thing. So like the other day, I, you know, uh, I was, uh, my office got closed down. They moved us into a bigger office in a, in, a, in a bigger building. And I'm driving back from lunch and there's some guys there in a gi in a green space next to the building. So I stopped to talk oh. to them and uh, they had just finished up whatever they were working out. And it was, ironically enough, a Taekwondo class. And uh, it was like four or five guys, and they had been getting together for a few years and just kind of training at their lunch hour in the afternoon, whatever. And so I was like, oh, great. Well, here's an opportunity for me to work out, you know. Yeah. And, and although it's not my system, you know, it's, it's guys in pajamas and, you know, throwing punches and kicks. So And it's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to learn. And, yep. uh, you know... Maybe share what I know. Maybe pick up some other good stuff. These guys have been mm -hmm. training for a few years, so you know it's it's a thing. So you know, I looked for that opportunity. I you know, um, right. next week, by the way, when you guys are listening to this podcast, I'll be back in Tucson. Uh, if we have any listeners in the Tucson area, invite me to your dojo. Um, <laughs> but I, you, I, I always click and just to see, you know, if there's a school or something. I visited a school and I haven't had a chance to get back and train. That's the the, the downside is. You know, work makes me, you know, yep. miss training opportunities. So, um, but I'm at, you know, at a hotel, I eat dinner, I'm in a town, you know, that maybe I don't necessarily want to go wandering around by myself. You know, awareness is the, uh, the first level of self-defense. Uh, so, but I, in the last couple of times, I've had a room that's pretty big where I could, I can work out. So, you know, mm -hmm. I do kata and you know, I worked on some stuff for my Bunkai seminar, uh, whatever, I, I look for it. That's what you say. It's basically so. If you're serious about it, you'll look for it and you'll find it. Right. And you just have to get out of the mind space of it has to be an hour class and you got to put in a gi and you know do your stuff. Just work out. It's all going to be helpful. Yeah, and and just like you like you've just said, essentially, is that um, if if it's if it's something that is a passion for someone. Um, they will explore and find places, uh, little pockets of time uh, that that will be their practice time. It will be their focus. You know, I used to uh, to put myself to sleep at night. I would visualize going through my forms, and that actually 
really helped my forms. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I didn't read that in a book somewhere. I just thought, boy, you know, I, I, that's, that's what was available to me. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, moving into this new building, I mean, one of the things, again, awareness being the first level of self-defense, uh, the elevator, it's only three floors, but the elevator is hella slow. I yeah. mean, it is wicked slow. So, I mean, you're like opportunity. It is because when the, the doors close, actually, the, the back you're of the alone. doors are shiny metal. So, you essentially ah, have cool. a mirror in front of you. So, That's I was great. like, all right, do double. You know, I mean, as long as there's nobody else in there, again, not to freak people out. Right. Uh, and, you know, I would do, I mean, because I've got time to do uh, probably 10 repetitions of a block or something and watch myself do it. Yep. And there, and of course, if there's like a security cam in there, they're probably you know, what's up with that? Wi-Fi? Like, what a freak! Uh, but but I found that I looked at it and I was like, oh, here's an opportunity. So yep, uh, yep. just got to look for them. But you can't make them do it. I guess is essentially what I'm saying. No. Right? you can tell them, you can tell them, you can tell them, you can tell them, but you can't make them do it. And yep. you know that might be the very definition of insanity. But you know, you'll tell somebody, you'll you'll tell 20 students, you know, and one person will do it. Well, yep. that's the one person that's probably gonna you know. Move on, you know. It, it, it's it's sheer numbers. You know, you just you, you just you, you, it's a you percentage sh- game. You shout at the wind, and you know, hopefully, someone will hear it. And that's and that's that's, right. that's part of instruction. You know, nothing can do. Yep. Uh, anyway, to close out, he says, "I'm very happy I found your podcast and keep on rocking." And we are rocking like Don Dockin of Dockin. Well, we are definitely happy you found our podcast. We are, <laughs> and 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 just because of you, we had to have an hour long show. Uh, that's the that's the great thing, right? So so added value, and no extra cost to you, <laughs> yeah. an extra an extra you know fifty percent no, or so, no extra cost, no right. extra cost. But if you do, you can go to crycafe.com, click on donate, or hit the uh, Amazon link. I've seen more people getting stuff at Amazon. That's great. And just that's so great. everyone knows, I don't want to dissuade you guys from from going to it. Uh, actually, I want to encourage you because like. You know, you're spending you know fifty dollars on your dog food or whatever. We don't see that fifty dollars. We see a fraction <laughs> of that fifty dollars. Oh yeah, very so, small fraction. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of like I'm excited when I see the orders, and then mm-hmm. I'm I'm then when I see like disappointed when you see like, the money. They, like this is how much you get, you know. But hey, it, it pays for the hosting and and, and life's good. So yep. uh, so keep that up. We appreciate that. We appreciate the support. Um, and if you want to donate, you can definitely donate. Uh, and tell people about it. Go to iTunes. You know, the whole spiel that we always talk about. Send us yep. email. Uh, again, Ryan, thanks for the email. And we want to say, uh, again, to our good friend David. Sorry, mm-hmm. man. But, I, you know, it's, it, he said it was a no apology apology. Uh, it's, you know, I apologize that, that you don't feel good. But I hope you still keep listening because we try and, you know. Thank you. You know, we just try and we, we we do our best to explore the martial arts without without a bunch of judgment. Um, although we do mock and make fun. Right. I don't I don't know if that's judgment or not, but yeah, it is what it is. It's probably passive aggressive or whatever. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's passive aggressiveness, not judgment. <laughs> but you know, mock me. God knows I've been mocked enough, so it's it's fine. Right. Uh, anyway, but uh, but we appreciate it, and we hope you keep on listening. Ryan, thank you for the email. Keep on listening. All the other new listeners, thanks for thanks for joining us. It was awesome. We had a, a lot of uh, new listeners and lots of new traffic on the website, and that's awesome. Uh, so let's wrap this up. Uh, Dan, once again, fantastic conversation. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. And we will talk to you all again very soon. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.